ladies and gentlemen, how the hell are you? Well, since the last time we spoke, let's see, Liar Liar Pants on Fire was in Florida going out of his mind, there's been a big issue about cannabis, and apparently everybody has their panties in an uproar over a black Superman. So, with that being said, before we get started, I just want to say this. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Snake Productions, buddy of mine, Brad Owens, and as always, BJ Cass Advisors and Consulting. And as always, I am protected by PPA Prime Protection Authority. Let's get this show on the road. been a minute let me tell you what happened recently um shout out to pandora because they have picked up the podcast which i'm very happy about and then shortly after that i hear about because i got a phone call from a very good friend of mine that apparently people's panties are in an uproar about a black superman not seeing what the problem is. You know, I I thought we were in a culture to where change was good. Apparently it's not. Because everyone is in an uproar about it. Okay, there's a black Superman. So are we really are we really that far gone to where if Superman was somebody else, there's a problem? I mean, I'm not a I'm not a comic book person. I'm uh, you know, I'm I'm you know, no disrespect to those who are. But I'm not a huge comic book person. And apparently from what I understand, everyone is in an uproar about this. I don't understand why. Because I'm quite sure that if the Black Hornet was a white guy, nobody had a problem with it, but since Superman is now a black guy, everyone is in an uproar. I don't know why. When when did when did color and superheroes all of a sudden become a part of the conversation? I'm really wondering that. Because um I really don't care. As long as the person who's playing the superhero makes sense, then fine. 
but that's neither here nor there. Apparently, I'm part of the minority. Um, more, m most recently, the CPAC happened down in Florida, and Ted Cruz showed us just really how much of his mind he's lost by, you know, screaming Florida is awesome, which I'm sure it is, but considering that you just got busted trying to go to Cancun and get away from what just happened down in your home state that you're supposed to be a senator for. You know, I've never understood politicians as to they're supposed to be men and women of the people, but at the end of the day, once you get elected, you can give two shits about the people. Ted Cruz is living proof of that. Actually, um, <laughs> actually, Tannable Lecter is a um, uh, sure sign of that. Oh, and in case you don't know who I mean by Tannable Lecter and Tandalorian and, you know, Fibaracci, you know, guys like that, I'm speaking about Donald John James, whatever the hell's middle name is, Trump. That's what I'm referring to. But I said I was not going to talk about him anymore, and I'm not. What I am going to bring up is um, the CPAC, which basically he um, all but said he's going to run again in 2024. I think if the state of New York has anything to say about it, they're going to go, yeah, only place you're running is away from Bubba when we send you to federal prison. But that's neither here nor there either. Because, again, you know, guilty, you know, innocent until proven guilty. And my attitude about it is he's beaten the government twice. So who's to say that he will get out of New York alive? He may. He may not. I don't know. I really don't care. Um... What I want to touch on is uh, cannabis, actually, and how people, um, some people have a problem with cannabis, whereas I am not a person who has an issue with cannabis. My feeling is people should be allowed to do whatever it is they need to do to feel better. Whether it's smoke weed, smoke it, I don't care. Do what you need to do. And a lot of the issues that I have heard about with people in weed is that, you know, it should be not made legal. And my feeling is, honestly speaking, if you legalize weed, I promise you some of the crime rate may get cut down. Why? Because people are going to be in another zone to even want to go commit a crime. They'll be so laid back and cool about it, they'll just say, oh, you know what the hell with it. Some people feel like that, some people don't. You know, me on the other hand, I'm an advocate for it. I'm a serious advocate for it. You know, I don't smoke, but, you know, hell, I'll... edibles are nice. <laughs> edibles are real nice. <laughs> you know, you know, you get, you get to a point to where 
if you're feeling a certain way, if you're feeling some kind of pain or whatever, you'll just, you know, pop edible or, you know, some people might want to roll up. Let them. It's not hurting anybody. You know, it's very simply put, you know, if, if, if you don't want to be around it, if you don't want to smell it or you don't want to indulge, walk away. Let that person do what they do. But, you know, some people don't feel like that. Some people feel like, you know, it's got to be control. It's got to be rules. It's got to be this. And, you know, you know, you, you know, you got to you got to react the way that I'm reacting. You have to think the way that I want to think. You have to act the way that I want you to act. No. See, that's the problem with people. Because I'm going to be honest with you. Not everybody is going to like me. Not everybody is going to like what I like, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But guess what? That's what makes this place so wonderful. You know what I mean? But some people don't feel like that. Some people feel like, you know, well, if I feel like this, this is how this needs to happen. If I feel like that, that's how this needs to happen. And my feeling is no, this, no. Because quite frankly, if I don't want to do something, I'm not going to do it. And I can give two shits if you get mad about it or not. And that's the part that people don't get. Nonetheless, moving forward. Another thing that I want to touch on, which I've touched on on other podcasts, are relationships. And there's a lot and there's a lot about relationships that people are starting to have an issue with. And that is how is it that a man you know what scratch that i'm just going to get to the i'm just going to get to the point of the matter why is it that men feel like they have to feel some form of intimidation towards a woman if that woman is doing better than him financially that has got to be the most stupidest shit i've ever heard of in my life Okay, so what? Her paycheck is bigger than yours. So fucking what? Rather than feel intimidated by it, why not motivate yourself to either match her paycheck or surpass it? But not everybody has that mentality like I have it because my feeling is I have been with women that have made more money than me, way more money than me. It didn't matter. That's your money. Do what you do. Now, if you ask me my advice on some things, I'm going to give you my advice. But on the same token, if you make more money than me, congratulations. Because at the end of the day, no matter how much money you make, no matter what status you are in life, no matter where you are on the plateau of being rich and and being whatever, you still put your pants on the same way I do, one leg at a time. So for all of you, all of you dudes out here that needs to be wearing your women's clothes because you act just about as bad as she does when her cycle comes on, you really need to get a clue. Because I have seen more people sit up here and literally break a woman down to the tune of she ends up stopping what she's doing because she's so because you've broken her down to the point to where you know, you make more money than me and that's not right. And blah, 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 blah. Bruh, is it 
Is it is it her fault that you lack certain skills? Is it her fault that you lack certain things? No, that's your fault why you lack things. Okay? If you make $30,000 a year and your woman is making $130,000 a year, rather than get mad at her about it, why not just be all like, um... Baby, what did you do to get to this plateau? Baby, what, you know, you know... You know, work with me. Help me out here. I swear to God, it 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 sickens me to see so many people being bad relationships with bum ass niggas. And yes, I said the N word. Yes, I did. I'm sorry. You with bum ass dudes that you actually let infiltrate break you down make you feel like shit because of their shortcomings Mm -mm. it's not how this works it's not how this works if anything a woman who make more money than me baby girl how you do it show me teach me the game ghost but no you have dudes Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. You have people that sit here and actually make people feel bad for being successful. You have people that are successful. And you have people of the same color trying to break them down <coughs> excuse me because I it, it 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 baffles me how many conversations I've had with people and how many times I've had to tell people leave him or her alone because A success story happens. Something that can benefit that next person. And the person that they're with is a total jack-off. Like, example. If a woman gets a degree or a man gets a degree and their mate doesn't have the skills or the tools or whatever to get to that point, Rather than cheer them on, why you doing that? You don't need to do all that. What you doing that for? Oh, you think you better than me? And then here we go. Which is bullshit. Because I'm not going to be held accountable for bad choices that the other person made. Just like the other person should not be held accountable for choices that their mate made. Nobody told you to do this. Nobody told you to do that. But you did it. And because you're in the rut that you're in, misery loves company. Well, I got news for you as far as the misery loves company thing. Misery may love company, but I can't have no company. 
not not while my mama not home. So misery can take her punk ass on somewhere. I refuse to be miserable. Nobody's gonna make me miserable. Nobody should make you miserable. Nobody should nobody should make anybody miserable. Because my feeling is if you wanna be miserable, be by your fucking self. Be by yourself. You know, if you meet somebody and they shit is together, this is what you do. Find out what levels or what 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 part of the road that they took to get to their success and then maybe have them help you get on that road so that way they can grab your arm and pull you along to bring you up to their level. Rather than snatch away, go on your own route and the route that you go on is bringing the both of you down. What's the, why? You know, I think Cat Williams said it best. You know, when 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 people get to doing whatever the hell it is that they do, it's called self-esteem. It's esteem of yourself. And the million dollar question that he asked during that stand-up was, how the fuck can I fuck up how you feel about you? So, if you have a fucked up disposition about you, where do you get off putting on the next person? You feel fucked up about you. Not me. You feel fucked up about you. And people who sit up here and do that stupid shit, the first thing I say to myself is, Who's not special? Because y'all some special ass people. Y'all special. If you really think that being fucked up is a cool thing, and you think by doing so, bring the next person down, you need to be by yourself. You need to stay by your fucking self. And I know probably people may listen to this and go, he don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Uh, fine. You, you can you can think whatever you want to about me. But ask yourself this question, do I care? No, I don't. Because the bottom line is I have my flaws and my shortcomings. But I'm not going to put that off on nobody else. What am I going to do that for? That's stupid. I'm going to bring somebody else down because I'm feeling bad. I'm going to fuck somebody else shit up because my shit fucked up. No. If anything, if anybody, if anybody has that kind of person in, in their life and they try to take control of their life because the other person's life is fucked up, this is what I tell them. That's right. I'm in control. I'm in control. And quite frankly, if people not up on their job, flat out, this happens. <laughs> so, be on your job and support your people. 
Because please believe, if you're not on your job and you're not being supportive of that person that may be doing better than you, guess what's going to happen? You're going to get replaced. And then once you get replaced, the day you get served your notice, it's going to be the towel going to get thrown in and it's over with. And then you back over your mama house, you back in your mama basement or grandma basement, whatever the case may be. And yeah, before y'all even get to running off at y'all fucking mouth talking about some, oh, he just talking about this or talking about that. And I'm talking about male and female, because guess what? Equal, equally, equally male and females, men and women equally are fucked up. And it don't matter what color you are. In some regard, everybody got a little fucked up in them. And that's the conversation nobody wants to talk about. Because, see, the truth of the matter is, <laughs> a lot of people got life fucked up. For real. And the sad part is, they don't realize it. And then the people that don't realize it, guess what happens? They find out the hard way that I'm fucked up because what happens is you end up losing. You end up losing everything you work for. You end up losing friends. You end up losing family, your job, your career, money, whatever the case may be, because there's probably a lot of people out here that have lost all respect for me because of, you know, past shit that I've done. I'll take my L. I'll take it. But then when the shoe is on the other foot, don't you notice nobody wants to take the males. It's everybody else's fault. Finger gets pointed everywhere else except the person in the mirror. How do I know? I was one of those people. I was one of those people that pointed the finger everywhere else instead of the, instead of the vision that I saw in the mirror. And that's the part where people don't, where people really need to look around them. Because would you rather recognize it yourself? Or would you rather have somebody bring it to your attention, to your face? Yeah, thought so. No answer. Or, then again, maybe you have an answer. Maybe you do. But I do know this much. I do know that um, <laughs> it only takes one person when you're high up on your horse to bring you back down to reality. And when that person does that, that's the person you get pissed off at quickly. You ever notice that? You ever notice when someone close to you is on a certain level and running off at their mouth like everything is hunky-dory, like they the shit, like everything they got going on is just way better than you. And then all of a sudden, 
in the midst of their ride, in the midst of that high. Here comes the one person that can bring them back down to ground zero and separate the forest from the trees and, and, and let them know that, you know, at one point you didn't have any of this. You know, at one point, none of these opportunities came. And now that they're here, the last thing you want to do is look down your nose at somebody. I've had that happen to me. I've had people that I've helped get them to a certain plateau and then look down their nose at me like I wasn't shit. But then that same person, months later, lost everything. And what was the first thing they did? They came sniveling and crawling back. You know what I did? Fuck you. Get away from me. Because I'm quite sure everybody hates repeating themselves. I know I do. I hate repeating myself. But shit happens. And I'm quite sure anyone that's listening to this knows they don't like repeating themselves because... Anytime you are addressing an adult, I mean an actual one, not a child posing as one, not a over 30 year old child, but an actual adult, you should only have to say things once. And if the only reason why you have to say it more than once is because maybe the first time they didn't hear you. That's understandable. However. If you have to repeat yourself, it gets to a point to where you don't want to deal with that person anymore. Because why do I have to talk to an adult like a child and I have to repeat myself as if they didn't fucking hear me in the first place? It happens. And it gets annoying. It gets very annoying. It gets to a point to where you want to commit bodily harm towards somebody. But you try not to. And then later on, depending on who that person is, that person could come back and tell you some things that you may not like. Then it raises the question of forgiveness. Do you forgive this person because they said what they said? Or do you hold this grudge against them? Let me explain something to y'all. When you hold a grudge against somebody, you block your blessings. Now, I may not be a Bible told and holy roller, but the one thing I can say is this. If you do not learn how to forgive any blessings that are meant for you, you will never get because why? Because when you're bitter and hold stuff against people and hold grudges, let me ask you a question. If Jesus held a grudge, you think we'd all be here? We wouldn't. Now, some things I understand are not forgivable. Some things are, you know, some things I understand, there, there will never be closure. But the things that you can bring closure to, why not do that? The things that you can let go, why not do that? Why is it that some people have to make things harder than what they need to be? But you have people out here that do that. You have people out here that will sit up and just hold all kind of grudges against you. For what? They'll hold stuff over your head. They'll hold a grudge. 
They'll see you in the street and mean mug you and won't do a damn thing. They'll sit up and talk behind your back. They'll make your act. They'll make your name taste like ass when somebody speaks it. It borns down to the question of what is the point? I've never understood that. I've never understood the point of people holding fucking grudges. And again, anything that I speak of, anything that I speak of, I speak from experience. I was one of those people that held grudges. Got me nowhere. And even if it did get me somewhere, it didn't. Simple as that. But I'm not worried about that because I don't hold grudges. I no longer hold grudges. Because there's really no point in doing it. Because by doing it, if I was if if I was to be blessed with winning the Mega Millions, hypothetically, if I was to be blessed by winning the Mega Millions, I wouldn't win it. Why? Because I'm bitter. I'm bitter. I'm bitter over things that happened to me five, ten, fifteen, twenty years ago. Now, like I said, some things within reason. Some things you probably won't get by. Some things don't, honestly, some things shouldn't be forgiven. But the percentile of the things that are, that that should not be forgiven is very small versus the things that can be forgiven. So the question is, how long are you going to hold a grudge? Is it really that important to hold a grudge? Does someone make you that mad? Depending on what it is now, because I'm I'm not discounting reasons, some of the reasons why people don't let things go. I'm not discounting that at all. But certain reasons, certain reasons, why are you holding on to it? What's the point? Is it going to make you feel better? Especially if that person is dead. Because again, I'm speaking from experience. I was one of these people that would hold a grudge. There's no telling how many blessings that I've missed out on in holding a grudge. I had to let it go. And I did. So, I would like to, again, all of you that have listened, all of you that have supported this endeavor that I struck out on a while ago now, it's gotten me to Pandora, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon. It's gotten me to a lot of platforms. And I just want to say thank all of you who have listened, passed the word, gave me words of encouragement. Thank you. Okay. Go ahead and get out of here. I will see you all next week where we will have Snake Productions on. My friend Brad Owens, he's going to talk about his thing. So until then, 
bless you. Love you guys. Later.